0: This is Strategically Planning the Road to Your Retirement with Tim Sullivan from Strategic Wealth Advisors Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tim provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Strategically Planning the Road to Your Retirement with Tim Sullivan.
1: Hello and welcome back to Strategically Planning the Road to Your Retirement. My name is Tim Sullivan and I am with Strategic Wealth Advisors Group. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 586- 203-2275, Two zero three two two seven five, 2275 or you can visit us online at Strategic Wealth Advisors And while at my website, feel free to head over to our radio page, check out our past shows, and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, or even Spotify, whichever one is your preference. That will ensure you are always kept up to date with our latest episodes. First, though, before we get into our topic today, let's welcome my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today?
0: I am so good, Tim. Thanks for asking. I've had a great week and I've had my coffee. I drank about 40 cups of coffee waiting for the show to start. Can you believe that?
1: That's a lot of cups of coffee, Tony.
0: No, I'm just kidding. But I am well caffeinated for today's show. So that that could be a good thing, I guess, or a scary thing. We'll see. But thanks for having me on the show. Uh, it sounds like we have a good one today. How have you been? What have you been up to?
1: Tony, very good. Once again, just, you know, staying busy. Had uh, four different workshops last week uh, here locally in in Michigan, but previous two weeks I was in Chicago. Uh, I'm heading to uh, another workshop tomorrow, Battle Creek, Michigan. Oh, wow. And then I'm off on a cruise, taking my daughter oh. for a cruise for her uh, 17th birthday.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Where are you going? If I can ask.
1: Yeah, it's a short four-day cruise, but we're heading to Florida. We're going to stay a day in uh, Miami, and then four-day cruise over to the Bahamas, come back for Fort Lauderdale for a day, and then then head back to Michigan.
0: Are you going to go uh, in the Bahamas? Or are you going to NASA or Atlantis
1: Resort? Yeah, we're doing both. And then we're even going to try swimming with the pigs.
0: <laughs> with the pigs. Well, I'll tell you what, you do you go down to that Atlantis Resort. I took a cruise down there once with the wife, and you, you go through this <laughs> – tall water chute that's clear a tube, yes and it goes through uh, uh a little uh, pond a of big sharks. aquarium right yeah that's what well, I'm it goes do. Through, it goes literally you're surrounded by sharks as you go through this thing it is crazy
1: that's what i heard i'm looking forward to it that's for sure
0: yeah yeah that place is amazing uh of course i was down there after it first opened uh i didn't stay at the resort but that was one of our stops it was beautiful okay um, well have fun with your daughter now uh I'm looking forward to increasing my financial IQ today, which you always help me out with. So what's our episode about today?
1: Well, today's episode is all about ways to use your tax refund. You may have heard that this season's tax returns were not as large as they've been in the past, but the story is evolving. In fact, the data from IRS.gov released for the week ending February 22nd, 2019, showed that the average tax refund is three thousand one hundred and forty-three dollars. That's slightly higher than the average refund filed by roughly the same time in twenty eighteen, which was three thousand thirteen dollars. Three thousand dollars is a healthy chunk of change. Yeah. It's it's likely that you have some ideas on how to spend that money. You know, perhaps a new item for the home or an escape to an exotic destination like I'm heading over to the Bahamas. Yep. Uh, however, today, you know, we want to talk about a March 2019 Motley Fool article entitled The Four Best Ways to Use Your Tax Refund. The article focuses on financially beneficial ways to use your tax refund to set yourself up for future financial security, which are, you know, things we talk about on this show all the time.
0: Well, yeah, and taxes, that's one of the few things that we can always count on, right?
1: That's what the old jokes would have you believe, at least, Tony. You know, in fact, the old idiom of death and taxes being certain has been attributed to both Benjamin Franklin and the author Daniel Defoe in various works. But, you know, let's focus on the ways to use your tax refund that are mentioned in the article instead of um, historical debates.
0: Or as you and I always have, hysterical debates. (laughs)
1: Yes, we do. We always have hysterical (laughs) debates. (laughs) Uh, The first way that is mentioned in this article uh, is, you know, to create or add to an emergency fund. You've heard it before. Everyone should have an emergency fund. We talked to all of our clients about having that emergency fund. Yet most individuals do not have enough funds in their savings account in case they have an emergency pop up. Uh, GoBankingRates.com has surveyed Americans about, you know, how much money they have in their savings accounts. Each year since 2015, the survey results have shown that most adults don't even have a thousand dollars in a savings account. That trend continues in wow. 2018. You know, emergency savings can help in the event of you know a major medical issue, household repairs, car repairs, or you know, avoiding additional debt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And debt is one thing that can really overtake us. Uh, You know, one thing I've been thinking about is how long things last actually, because everything has a lifespan. If an appliance, a major appliance were to suddenly break or go down, that's really expensive and usually an unexpected cost, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that is a great point, Tony. You know, while appliances may not immediately come to mind when thinking of an emergency, you know, I'm sure that you'd feel differently if the furnace went out and or, you know, in the winter or the air conditioning went out in the summer. So, think about your appliances. You know, how old are they? Are you planning to replace them anytime soon? According to the International Association of Certified Home Inspectors, the average lifespans for common household appliances include, you know, your dishwasher, which is about 9 years. Your freezer, anywhere from 10 to 20 years. Your refrigerator, 9 to 13 years. Central air, 7 to 15 years. And your furnace, anywhere from probably about 15 to 25 years. And those are just some of the pieces, you know, that you have in your house. You can find a full lifespan uh, expectancy from nachi.org. Using your tax refund to build up a larger emergency fund could be a valuable way to use your tax refund and avoid accruing debt as well, you know, by instead of having it put on your, um, your charge cards.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and in my experience, debt is dangerous for people uh, and is a problem for so many Americans out there. Avoiding it sounds like a great idea to me.
1: Yeah, it sure does to me as well. You know, in fact, the second way the article recommends you use your refund also deals with debt. The suggestion is to use your tax refund to pay down debt. You could use the tax refund to pay down a car loan or credit card balance, which would help you avoid future interest. Avoiding these interest charges will help you save even more money in the long run. It can be a great way to improve your financial situation. You mentioned that in your uh, experience. Debt can be a danger for many Americans. So let's dive a little further into that. You know, Another resource that I want to utilize today is an article from TheBalance.com from December of 2018, which was entitled Reasons Debt is Bad for You. You know, it's common to say debt is bad, but let's take a moment to talk about exactly why debt is an actual danger.
0: Right. Debt danger, Will Robinson, right?
1: (laughs) That is correct.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a valuable exercise. So what's the first reason debt is bad for you?
1: Well, the first reason mentioned in the article from TheBalance.com is that debt creates the temptation to spend more than you can afford. Debt allows for the emotional high of getting new things or having new experiences without feeling the pain of parting with money immediately. It may even feel like you're getting something for nothing, even though you're trading immediate gratification for a potentially higher payment down the road. But debt does cost real money. The cost comes in the form of interest. And the higher the interest rate, the more you'll end up paying. You know, one exception would be a 0% annual percentage rate promotion, but promotions like, you know, that may have limits and qualifications. If you don't follow the rules, you could potentially incur an even higher rate down the line. I know this is a common sense knowledge, but it's good to remind, you know, all of you out there uh, just about, you know, dealing with potential higher payments down the road.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that seems straightforward. I think that's really important. So to recap, uh, debt can create a habit of spending, is what you're saying. And and that spending is going to be more expensive in
1: the long run, right? Yeah, that is correct. You know, that seems simple enough. But to help drive that point home, the article does a good job of offering a sample scenario. So let's say that you decide to get a new living room set for the home. The total cost of this set, let's say it's $2,000. You use your credit card with an annual percentage rate of 11%. Uh, to pay for the living room set. 11% is very modest. If you know most credit cards are, you know, 20, 25%. As detailed in the balance.com article, if you make the minimum payment to pay off the living room set, you would end up spending more than $3,400 for that living room set. You know, high interest rates are another reason debt can be, you know, bad for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, debt's bad and high interest rates are terrible. And I mean, that's a lot of extra money to spend on the same living room set. Uh, Though now that you've brought it up, I'm going to feel kind of self-conscious the next time you come over to my house uh, (laughs) and look around at my furniture. But anyway, our time is up for this first segment. Is there anything else you want to share with us, Tim, before we take a quick break here?
1: Of course, Tony. You know, I want everyone to take a, a, a minute, you know, sit down, think about where you're at in retirement. And if uh, you're not sure you're on, you're not. If you're not sure you're on the right track to retirement, if you have any questions or concerns uh, on any of the topics that we've talked about in the past, then you owe it to yourself to have a second set of eyes look at your situation and let us tell you where you're at. If there's anything wrong, we'll be glad to point that out to you. If you're on the right track, we'll be glad to point that out and praise the job that you're doing as well. Uh, but, you know, let us prepare those complimentary reports for you. It all starts by giving us a call at 586-203-2275 or visiting our website at strategicwealthadvisorsgroup.com.
0: All right. I think that sounds great. Now, uh, let's continue on this topic. And listeners, you are listening to Strategically Planning the Road to Your Retirement with our host, Tim Sullivan, and I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And Tim, you've been talking about the best ways to use our tax refunds. If we get one, uh, here are some really smart financial things you can do with that. Uh, two of the ways you've already mentioned are add that money to your emergency fund, save it for emergencies and or use it to reduce debt. If you've got a lot of credit card debt, put it toward that, get that paid down because you don't have to pay all that interest. And you covered a few ways that debt can be bad for us. And before we move the conversation on uh, from debt, um, I know that uh, you also have said that all debt isn't necessarily bad, right?
1: I do want to point out that debt isn't necessarily bad. You know, it is simply something that is part of your financial picture. You know, in order to make some of life's larger purchases, like a vehicle, uh, your home, a boat, or some other large item, you will need a history of using debt correctly. So in my opinion, it's... It isn't a question of avoiding all debt, but more of a question of how to use debt correctly to manage your long-term financial health. This is absolutely something that I have worked with my clients to help them achieve. And it's something that you can consult with a financial services professional to help you do as well.
0: Yeah. That's a great point. I mean, debt is just one part of a bigger financial strategy, as you've talked about before. Uh, now, let's revisit uh, what we were talking about. What's the next way to utilize our tax refunds?
1: The third way to utilize your tax refund to improve your financial situation is to increase your retirement savings. This may be, you know, through a lump sum contribution to your 401k or individual retirement account. This can also improve your ta- your future tax situation as any contribution to a traditional IRA or 401k can reduce your taxable earnings. The largest benefit of using your tax refund to increase your retirement savings comes from compound interest. Uh, According to the Motley Fool article, a tax refund of $2,500 today would be worth more than $19,000 in 30 years if invested at assuming a 7% annual rate of return. Even if you don't have 30 years before retirement, every cent of additional savings will have a long-term impact on your financial picture.
0: Yeah, I would would imagine. So are there limits to how much, though, we can contribute to these IRAs or retirement accounts like 401ks, etc.?
1: That is a great question, Tony. You know, there absolutely are contribution limits. You know, in my experience, it can be confusing for clients to follow the changes. Each year, the Internal Revenue Service, or IRS as most of us know it, Announces the cost of living adjustments affecting dollar and limitations for pension plans and other retirement-related items. In November 2018, the IRS announced the limits for 2019. In order to be a precise, in, in order to be as precise as possible, you know, I'm taking these figures directly from the IRS.com and their newsroom article from November 1st, 2018, entitled "401k Contribution Limits Increases to $19,000 for 2019." IRA limit increases to six thousand dollars. It reads as follows. The contribution limit for employees who participate in 401k, 403b, most 457 plans, and the federal government's thrift savings plan is increased from $18,500 to $19,000. The limit on annual contributions to an IRA, which last increased in 2013, increased from $5,500 to $6,000. The additional catch-up contribution limit for individuals age 50 and over is not subject to an annual cost of living adjustment and remains $1,000. Wow.
0: So that means an individual who hasn't reached those contribution limits could potentially use their tax refund to add additional funding to their their IRAs, correct?
1: Potentially. It is important to note that the catch-up contribution limit for employees age 50 and over who participate in 401k, 403bs, or most 457 plans, and and the federal government's thrift savings plan remains unchanged at $6,000. It would be important to work with your financial services professional to make sure which contribution limits apply to your financial situation, though.
0: Yeah, and that's something you help your clients out with and can help our listeners with. And you just mentioned something there, though, that I'm not familiar with. What is the federal government's thrift savings plan?
1: The Thrift Savings Plan, more commonly referred to as the TSP, is a tax deferred retirement savings and investment vehicle that is offered to federal employees. This allows federal workers to have access to similar retirement savings and tax benefits as workers in the private sector. The TSP also uh, federal, uh, the the TSP allows federal employees the opportunity to save income, um, receive matching contributions from their employers, and reduced taxable income. So, federal employees who participate in the TSP are 50 and over, and who also participate in 401ks, 403bs, or 457 plans did not receive a contribution limit increase for 2019. You know, we deal with TSPs all the time here since we work with federal employees, and that's, you know, primarily the workshops that we're doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that sounds great. Obviously, you want to be educated on these things. Uh, and it makes more sense to me now.
1: Yeah, of course. You know, it's important to never be shy about asking for clarity when it comes to financial matters. There there are many different types of products and strategies and and not all of them are right for everyone.
0: Which is why I think folks need a trusted financial professional like yourself. So before we go on, why don't you let our listeners know again how they can get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, Tony, you know, I just want to mention again, our goal at Strategic Wealth in our planning process is to truly provide our clients with clarity, you know, knowing that you will have the comfortable retirement that they have worked so hard for. You know, visit our website at strategicwealthadvisorsgroup.com or give us a call at 586-203-2275 and uh, ask us about those complimentary reports that we offer. We'll be glad to provide you with that Color of Money Risk Analysis, the Compass Retirement Report, you know, Social Security Maximization Report, or even give you a copy of our uh, our book, Strategic Wealth, A Tactical and Practical Guide to Winning in Retirement.
0: All right. Wow. That sounds really good. And I think that's a great offer for our listeners out there. And listeners, this is Strategically Planning the Road to Your Retirement. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And our host is Tim Sullivan. And Tim, today you've been talking about some ways we can use our tax refund efficiently Uh, to help benefit us financially. And you already discussed three of the ways. The first, I believe, was add to that emergency fund, Uh, reduce debt, maybe pay off some of those credit cards, and maximize your contributions to your tax-deferred or or retirement accounts. So what's the final way uh, that that was mentioned in that article you were talking about?
1: Well, the final way is to consider investing in a taxable brokerage account. You know, this may be a good option for you, especially if you have already maxed out your allowed retirement savings account contributions. These funds would potentially be available for withdrawal before age 59 and a half. It is important to remember that you will be taxed on any capital gains you realize through your brokerage account, though. Be sure to consult your tax professional or a financial services professional like myself to answer any questions about tax or capital gains implications.
0: All right. Yeah, that sounds great. Now, you encourage me not to be shy about asking questions, so I think this is a good opportunity to remind me and our listeners about some of the benefits of a taxable brokerage account. That's not something we talk a lot about or I hear a lot about.
1: No, Tony, you know, we we don't talk a lot about that, but that is another good question. You know, we talk often about 401k accounts and IRAs and even some Roth IRAs, but we don't always bring up taxable brokerage accounts, you know, as an option. You can open a taxable investment account with any brokerage firm like TD Ameritrade, Fidelity, Vanguard. You know, taxable brokerage accounts are not commonly referred to as retirement accounts, but they are still a tool that you can use for wealth accumulation and, and also for, you know, income in retirement. Funds in a taxable brokerage account are not subject to early withdrawal penalties or required minimum distributions. This allows for more freedom in accessing these funds when you need them.
0: Yeah. So as the name would indicate, these types of investments would be taxable though. How does that come in?
1: Money earned is taxable during the year that you earn the money. There will also be taxes on capital gains as well. These taxes depend on the length of time that you have owned that particular investment, if you have owned the asset you are selling for less than a year, you will be taxed at your income tax rate based on your income and tax filing status for that year. If you have owned the asset for more than one year, the asset becomes subject to the rules and stipulations of the long-term capital gains tax. I recommend consulting your financial services professional before acting on any asset sale so you have a good idea of the potential capital gains tax ramifications.
0: Well, for sure. And that's good information to have. How could this asset be used for retirement, though?
1: Well, if you were to utilize your taxable brokerage account as your sole source of income for the year and you kept your withdrawals uh, below the uh, 15% tax threshold, you would not be required to pay any taxes on those distributions. But if you're above this threshold, if you have additional income beyond the sales, uh, you may be taxed higher. although that tax amount would be likely be less than if withdrawals were taxed at the standard income tax rate. So a taxable brokerage account could help you know provide monthly or yearly income during your retirement.
0: Wow, so I feel that we've covered a lot of ground, a lot of information today, Tim.
1: Yeah, Tony, today we have examined a few ways that you can use your tax refund, you know, to change your financial situation. You could even split your refund between several of these options. A tax refund can be an opportunity, and look at it that way, as an opportunity that you may want to take advantage of to change your financial picture. These are just a few of the potential financial options, you know, for your refund. I encourage all all of our listeners to consult with a financial services professional to find the option that fits their financial situation. And I'll be glad to be that financial professional. Give us a call.
0: Yeah, well, sure. Uh, Listeners, pick up the phone, give them a call. As usual, our time has flown by. Uh, Why don't you let them know how to get a hold of you before we go today?
1: Well, you can reach us several different ways, but give us a call. That's the best way. 586-203-2275. Or visit us online at StrategicWealthAdvisorsGroup.com. You can request an appointment or request some of the documents right off the website if you don't feel like calling in. But trust me, Melissa and Shelby, when they answer the phone, they will not bite. All you have to do <laughs> is give them a call and uh, you know let them know what your your question is, and and I'll be glad to get a hold of you, call you back, and and we can discuss some things.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, Tim. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Strategically Planning the Road to Your Retirement with our host, Tim Sullivan. Thank you for listening to Strategically Planning the Road to Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tim Sullivan at Strategic Wealth Advisors Group. Call 586-203-2275 or visit strategicwealthadvisorsgroup.com. Tim Sullivan and Strategic Wealth Advisors Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Strategic Wealth Advisors Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Strategic Insurance Group, Inc. Strategic Wealth Advisors Group, Inc. and Strategic Insurance Group Inc. are affiliated companies. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply